Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trenopole, the Iceman. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio. Home well, south of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Now this show and every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys, if you found the show, do me a favor, hit that like and subscribe button. I am up to 803 subscribers. That is awesome. I am less than 200 away from 1,000. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Now, as always, if you're watching it on Bucknuts or Bearcat Country or Bengals Nation or anywhere else, do me a favor. Go to the YouTube channel, Sports Strawberry Ice. Subscribe there. Hit that like and subscribe button. Make the word subscribe. Change colors. It helps me out because um, I'm getting a ton of views on all these platforms. And I appreciate every single one of you guys. But I'm trying to get monetized. And to do that, I need at least I reach 1,000. And hopefully after that, YouTube will monetize me. And that's been my whole goal of this whole thing. Never actually thought I would get there, but less than 200 subscribers away from it is unbelievable. So I appreciate you guys. All right. Well, I have some stuff right now. I was going to talk about the NHL, which I still want to talk about the NHL. And let's talk about some other stuff. But I never talked NBA here. But James Harden and a blockbuster trade. I think the Nets are, Brooklyn Nets are crazy. But they just traded for James Harden. And my Cleveland Cavaliers are in it. And apparently the Cavaliers gave up one of their number one, number one picks for this. And I don't know who they're getting for it, but it doesn't seem like the Cavs got anything for it. They, Houston's getting like three number ones from Brooklyn. I, I, like, you're going to have Brooklyn, good luck. It, may, it might work out. It might not. I don't know. You're going to have three head cases, in my opinion, on your team. And Harden, Kyrie, who you have no idea where Kyrie Irving is right now. <laughs> He's Decided he doesn't want to play, but he's on the team still, Kevin Durant. And now they got James Harden. So good luck. That's very, very interesting. Now, another thing is um, I'm wearing my Blue Jackets stuff, and tomorrow night the Blue Jackets are back in action. And I'm excited. It's a 56 game season, so it'll be a break next season. The, NHL, the games actually start tonight. Now, one thing I just got this brought to my attention before the show started. P.O.D., Pierre-Luc Dubois. If you guys are Blue Jackets fans, he's our number one center. And John Torrell came on the radio in Columbus yesterday or today and said P.L.D. wants to be traded. Which, and he didn't really give any reason why. Which, I'm like, why can't anybody just stay in Columbus and play? I mean, we get good players and they don't want to stay there. Now P.L.D., who they've developed and turned themselves into a number one center, wants to be traded. On the eve of the NHL season starting. So that's very disheartening as a Blue Jackets fan. But NHL starts tonight. We've got a couple games in action. One should be starting like right about now. It's the Pittsburgh Penguins versus the Flyers. That's at 530. We've got Canadians versus the Maple Leafs at 7. Blackhawks versus Lightning at 8. Canucks versus the Oilers at 10. 1030 Blues and Avalanche. And like I said, the Blue Jackets are starting tomorrow. Now, i got another question for you guys. How many of you guys are uh, Tiger Woods fans? I'm a huge Tiger Tiger Woods fan. Tiger Woods fan. Uh, have any of you watched his um, documentary? His two part documentary on HBO Max. I have not. <clears throat> excuse me. Got a chance to watch it yet? 
uh, but it hurts really, really good. So I'm just curious if anybody else has got a chance to watch it out there and what your thoughts were. Now, NFL. Now we got the playoffs coming up. Let's get into some of the rumors here. I kind of mentioned this on yesterday's show that Miami might not be sold on Tua as their number one quarterback. Well, rumors are now that some of the players are not sold on Tua as their starting QB. So with five potential first-round quarterbacks in this year's draft, there's a very good chance that four of them might get taken before we get to the Bengals' pick. Because I still think the Jets are going to take a quarterback. And even if they don't, I think they're going to take one of the wide receivers first. So this is something that came to my mind. And I talked about this on yesterday's show. March 17th is when the NFL – not draft. Actually, draft is April 29th. So Mike Kyle was right yesterday. April 29th is the NFL draft. But NFL free agency starts March 17th. Hopefully the Bengals have a game plan to go out and sign a guard and a tackle. And they get that done before the draft. Just think if Sewell, 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 whatever his name is, is sitting there at five still. And all these teams took quarterbacks in front of the Bengals. Just think if the Bengals get Sewell plus like Tunney from uh, New England, uh, another tackle. We, (laughs) if that happens, the offense line is completely fixed. And Joe Burrow, I don't think anybody will touch him. That's just a couple of thoughts. All right, let's see. I got a couple more things. Let's see what's going on in the chat. Uh, let's see here. Crown, what do you got going on? Uh, White Davis going number five to the – yeah, I saw you post that. I still don't see that happening, especially with him being injured. I mean, he's not even he's, – I don't – he's been projected a, a first-rounder, but like a late first-rounder, you know? So, I, I don't know. Uh, Chris, love my Atlanta Hawks and pray. Trey Young is not a bust. Uh, Trey Young has is a very, very good shooter. And you are you are a Boston Bruins fan. Well, you guys had and the NHL team. It's called the Atlanta Thrashers. And uh, they are now the Winnipeg Jets. All right, Joe, what's up? Let's see here. I'm going to be interested to see. What did I just lose? My microphone just came unplugged. Yep. Hold on. How did that happen? Seriously. Come on. Plug back in there. There we go. All right. <laughs> Live show, people. Hopefully, hopefully everybody can hear me. For some reason, my cord was picking up. Decided to unplug from my microphone. Anyway, uh, Joe, yeah, it's going to be an interesting with the NHL schedule this year. Yeah, it's – I, dude, I haven't even got a chance to even look at – I know they broke up all the divisions, and I don't think we're they're crossing the borders. So it's definitely going to be a very interesting – season all right let's see here what do you got chris ravens qb lamar jackson there yep i was dead you stole my thunder i was getting ready to to say that um 
Oh, <laughs> Jeff called away for you to do something wrong. Yeah, uh, I, I think I figured it. Can you guys hear me? Everybody can hear me? I think everybody can hear me. All right, let's see here. Now, let's get into uh, the Eagles. This is interesting for me. Um, the Eagles fired their coach, as you guys all know, yesterday. He's a Super Bowl winning coach. And apparently they're interested in Oklahoma's head coach, Lincoln Riley. Now, if I were Lincoln Riley, there is no way I would leave a very stable job at Oklahoma and go for the craziness of Philly. I mean, it's, it's they fired a guy. This is the first year he had a losing season. And with their quarterback situation, it's I don't know who their quarterback is. I mean, the end of the year. He started playing the third string guy. So I'm wondering if he wanted to get fired. But anyway, Lincoln Riley, if I were him, I would not go to Philadelphia. I know there's some reports that you see uh, are there. Actually, the Eagles are interested in Luke Fickle. Again, if I were Luke, I if you turned down Michigan State because it wasn't very stable, I don't see Luke leaving Cincinnati for um, Philly. That's just me. All right, now we got the NFL playoffs. Who you guys got? Saturday, 435, got the Rams and the Packers. 815, got the Rappers and Bills. And just like Chris Bingo said, Lamar Jackson has never played football in the snow, which is surprising. He said it didn't snow in in uh, Louisville, which, well, it snowed. He said he played, played snowball fights, but he never played football in the snow. So it can be very interesting of how he will handle the snow for the first time. Um. I think it'll be fine, but I'm going to be very interested to watch that. All right, Joe, what do you got here? Uh, I think we will get Tunney or Shaver. I, dude, I really want Tunney. I mean, I'm just saying, if we can get two offensive linemen for the draft, ju- just, just before the draft, if you just get those two guys signed, and then you got your options open. You can do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Really, you don't have to go get – Sewell, but if he's there, whew, and you, dude, that would be awesome. Our offensive line would be completely fixed, you know. And then your second round, you don't have to try to get another guard or anything. You could go after, you know, a pass rushing guy in the in the, with your second round pick. You know, it, it can open up so much stuff. That's why I really want the Bengals to go after two offensive linemen in the offseason. We're after bat, and I'm hoping they're already got a list of them. They're all in the office talking, you know, and we'll say these are the guys we're going to go after, and we'll figure it out. And that's would be awesome if that happens. That's where I'm hoping the Bengals will go. Now, Sunday, you got the Browns versus the Chiefs. Now, the only way to me the Browns could beat the Chiefs, which I actually do think they have a, a chance to do this, because they can run a very ball-controlled offense. If they can do that and they keep Patrick Mahomes and that offense on the bench and they control the clock, they could beat Kansas City. I'm not saying they're going to, but that if you're looking for a blueprint of how to beat Kansas City and that freaking offense, that's how you do it. Let's see. What's up, Chris? Uh, Philadelphia will not go for a quarterback in the draft. I forgot the first name. Smith. Yeah, R is the Eagles. I don't think the Eagles are above us in the draft. I know Atlanta is. 
<clears throat> they might get a quarterback, and I'm pretty sure I know Miami is because they got that. But I think we are um, ahead of Philly as far as quarterback. And no, I don't. Philly won't get a quarterback because they've got two of them. <laughs> uh, they got one who they paid a ton of money to in uh in uh um I want to say Chase McDaniels, but Carl uh Wentz. So I mean I, I they're not gonna draft a quarterback. They won't. And I don't think I said if, if maybe I'm wrong, but I did not think that um the Eagles were ahead of us. I could be wrong because I know flip flops so much toward the end of the year here. Uh, they were interested. Yeah, the Eagles. Yeah, I know Jeremy D. told me that too. The Eagles were interested in Ryan Day. Again, if I were Ryan Day, there's no way in hell I'd leave Ohio State for the Eagles. I mean, look, Lincoln Riley's got it made at Oklahoma. If he can ever get a defense, I mean, he can win a national title at Oklahoma. He just they Big Twelve doesn't play defense. I don't know why they're all offense. They never play. They, they never played defense. Yeah, Crown, yeah, you said they're behind us. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's a thought, yeah, because that that's stupid tie. And we, well, that and they won more games than we did. Yeah, they're they're behind us, so I, I'm not even worried about what the Eagles are doing. Uh, but the draft order, I mean, as far as that, you got, let's see here. Obviously, you got Jacksonville, which reports are Urban Meyer might be going there. And the thing is, if Urban goes there, Urban, don't get me wrong, Urban's a great coach. I think he would do fine in the NFL. I just don't think he's going to be there that long because what he was only at Ohio State, what, five years, six years? He just, he he always finds something happens. He always finds a reason to to leave, you know, health, and it's always health issues or whatever. All right, Tim, what's up? Oklahoma has, has one of the best defenses in college football this year, and he lost two games in the Big 12. Right. But every time they've ever gotten into the big uh, playoffs, they've gotten the doors blown off because their defense sucks is what I've been saying. That's that's the reason they've never won or, pl- or performed well in the, you know, national games. Because most of the time their defense isn't up to par. This year, yeah, it was good this year. Um, so that was my point to that. But um, other uh, Reds news here. Oh, yeah, I did that one. I did that about the oh yeah yeah NFL news. This is another one that's interesting. There's a lot of stuff that could happen. Now, this this could be interesting. Sean Watson sounds like he wants to get out of uh, Houston, which they might trade him because they are so strapped for cash. It's ridiculous. Now I don't know if he's going to be able to pick and choose where he wants to go, but you never know. Not Jacksonville, but like the Jets or something like that could trade for him. You know. I don't know. And Tim Beetle, what? Go Bucks. Yeah, my wife is saying the same thing. I, I She sabotaged me Monday and had some Buccaneer stuff up there, but I took it down today. Uh, let's see. What's up, Crown? Uh, Jags, Jet, Miami, Falcons. Yeah, there you go. So, Jags, quarterback, Jets. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to take a quarterback just because it's New York. And if they don't, I think they're going to take a wide receiver. It's New York. They want that shiny toy. You know, they need to make a splash to keep up with the Giants. You know, that's just my opinion. I, they, they could take Sewell. I don't know. And the Falcons, I think the Falcons are going to take a quarterback too. So there is a very good chance that the Bengals don't have to do anything. I mean, uh, Bengals Brawl put a, um, a um, 
poll up on Twitter today and said, do you think the Bengals will trade up or down or trade out of the fifth pick? And I'm like, that's not a yes or no question. It depends on what happens. It depends on what the Bengals do in the offseason. Depends on what happens in front of the in front of them in the draft. I mean, it's not a cut and dry. Yes, they'll trade in. I mean, if Sewell's there, they're gonna they're gonna draft him. Well, I preface that. If they sign two linemen, they might not. They might go get Jamar Chase or Pitts or somebody else. But I, I just the prospect for me of completely fixing that line with three guys would be unbelievable. And you would create competition, and competition is what you want. You want guys fighting for playing time. You want guys who are so good that are your backups that would start on other other teams. That's what you want, and I think they could they could get that. We'll see. What's up, Chris? What do you got here? Some of fire Zach Taylor or something. LOL, fire Zach Taylor and Mike Brown. Spend, spend, spend. Go five percent more. Kimmy Myers for head coach for the Bengals. I am drunk on fantasy ideas. I would not want Urban Meyer as my coach. I'm saying he'd be a good coach just because he would not stay here that long. And one thing, I I always bang on Cowhead a lot. And I'm kind of surprised he didn't, when he was doing this rant, I'm kind of surprised he didn't bring up the Bengals. He was talking about stable organizations where you are the head coach there and you're there for a long time. And he brought up the Bears and he brought up um, the Chargers of how, you know, they kept their coach. Not this year. They fired him, but he, you know, he he's had a couple of losing seasons and they fi- fired him. That's why those are attractive jobs to guys more attractive than other places because you could be there for a while. And I'm kind of surprised he didn't bring the Bengals up because, and I think almost 20 years we've had two coaches. So the Bengals are a very stable organization as far as, if you want to be the head coach and you want to keep your job. So we got our first video chat, Dennis. Hey, guys, man. What's up, DP? What's going on, brother? Not much. I wonder, does Bob Kixley care about a winning team? Because, oh, he's keep on, because he keeps on getting rid of people. You, keep on, you can't keep rebuilding and rebuilding and rebuilding and expect to be anything. I don't know. What do you think? Well... This year, I mean, last year they spent a ton of money. This year, the rumors are they're going to get rid of guys. They haven't yet. Spring training is starting here in about a month and a half. Um, they're not signing Trevor Bauer. I mean, there's no chance of them signing him. They don't have the money to sign him. No, he's so, way too much. Yeah, so I, I think he, I think he's kind of like Mike Brown. He wants to win. Doesn't exactly know how to do it. And but this year, but honestly, Dennis, the way the team is right now, if they don't do anything, they have a chance to win the central with the team they have right this second. I mean, I would like them to add a shortstop, uh, pick up another pitcher. I mean, I know they went and looked at Corey Kluber today. He did a showcase, and the reports are his fastball was between 88 and 90 miles an hour. And he threw 30 pitches and he threw all his off-speed stuff. So that might be a guy that maybe they could take a chance on and see what happens. Um, because if you look at it this way, the starting rotation is still pretty good. It, without without Bauer, you got uh, Gray, uh, uh, Luis Castillo, and then you probably got Tyre Malley, and then you got Wade Miley. Those are probably your four starters. You got to find a fifth one. So 
they're still in, in good a good situation. They still got you know all their position players. You know they got Castellanos, they got uh, Akiyama. I mean, hopefully Bell will let Akiyama lead off <laughs> the whole time this year and not and, and actually play him every game. That would be uh, that would be helpful. But the, the way the team is right now, it, it's they could win. You know, it, it's and it's one guy that keeps reporting they're gonna trade people, and now they traded Iglesias, which. I didn't like, well, I mean, I won't say I didn't like, I don't like who they got for him. I didn't get anything back for him, really. I mean, not to help, that could help the team right now. And then the other guy who could close, Archie Bradley, they let him go. But you still got a good bullpen. You still got, I mean, Garrett in there. You got Michael Lorenzen. And you still got guys. And yeah, and the Reds aren't rebuilding right now. I mean, they are, like I said, they can they can win the Central Division. Like Beatle says here, the Reds aren't rebuilding. They've listened to offers like all other 29 teams. Nick Crawl even said, as much, so I mean, they're listening. They haven't traded anybody, but I, 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 like I said, if they don't do anything right now, they can win. They can win this division. The Cubs have traded everybody. I mean, they traded mm-hmm. their best pitcher. They traded uh, Swarb or not traded. They were flat out released Swarberg. Uh, Beatle says also funny that only one reporter is the one coming out with Reds rumors. The report the reporter is John Fay who rarely reports <laughs> right about anything. So, and, and, and Beatles, right. The, the, all these trade rumors and everything I, I keep seeing is coming from Faye. Nobody else is saying it. I mean, I mean, so I don't, I don't think they're actually going to, I mean, they might be listening. If somebody blows or, you know, not your socks off with something that could benefit the team, you know, now and, and, and into the future. But like I said, if they start the season today, I think they got as good a shot as anybody to win the central. What do you think? That sounds great. I just hope like last year, I don't know this is this year, but I just hope they can get on base because they're living and dying by the dot of long ball. You can't do oh, that. Right. That, you can't, you can't, that, you can't live by the Yeah, that's the biggest thing they gotta fix. Yeah, they don't to bump and get over. <laughs> they they just gotta to me, Dennis, they they gotta take professional at bats, you know, mm. you know, make contact. I mean, all right, if you want to try to hit a home run, great. If you get two yeah. sw- two strikes on you, choke up, hit the opposite way, just make contact with the ball, you know. You can't keep sw- swinging for homers, you know, every <laughs> every at bat cuz I think well, dude, Dad, you saw it. We went 22 innings in the playoffs and didn't score a freaking run. You can't mm. do that. I mean, you can't. Yeah, I feel sorry for Triple Bauer. He was on one on fire. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. Oh, he did. I mean, all of our pitchers. I mean, Castillo yeah. pitched great, great. Pitch. All three of them pitched great in the playoffs. They couldn't get on base, and then when they did, uh, to me, like I said, to me, it it reminded me a lot of the last game against the Giants in 2012. It's mm-hmm. like they kept Dusty Baker's like, "Ah, oh, we're fine, we're fine, we're fine. We'll we'll win, we'll win." And then it got got to our game seven, I should say. I got to the last game where you know you win or you're home, and to me they're nuts shriveled up and they couldn't they couldn't function and that's <laughs> what happened in every game of the playoffs this year. It's like they were gripping the bat too tight. There, I mean, they were doing, and they they were just all they had to do is relax. And they, you know, like, I do agree with what Baker would say. You got to relax and play, but they didn't. And the thing is, when Dusty would drive me nuts, is he would manage like. It's a regular season. Now, David Bell drives me nuts. He manages like it's game seven every freaking day. 
<laughs> so when we get to the playoffs, our bullpen is wore out. Now, this year, I think he did a, a little better than he did the first year. But I'm not a big David Bell fan. I'm, I, I like, I love his dad, and I liked him as a player. But I, I just, I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan of his as um, the manager. What do you think? I wonder why Barry Larkin don't want to crack at it. He wants to stay in the minor leagues. Uh, at manager? He to, yeah, he wants to He wants to stay with the minor leagues, Barry Larkin. He doesn't want to come well, up with the big show. It, depend, it, That's it depends. That's the name we need. We need that name. We need his name because no, because we haven't. I mean, he, he can coach too, but we need something to draw the fans in too. I mean, that would draw them. Yeah, but Dennis, look, if, if the Reds win, the fans are home. You know, I don't yeah. care. I mean, uh, look at 1990. We had Lou Pinella. He was a Yankee. And and he's nobody. I honestly didn't even know who he was. I forgot he played for the Yankees. You know, I was a little kid in 75 and 76. But, I, you know, I didn't really know who he was. And now he's like one of my favorite. Reds managers managers of all time. Mm-hmm. If the Reds win, fan, it's just like the Bengals. If the Bengals win and the Reds win, fans will show up. That's that's what Cincinnati fans want. We want winners, you know. I want winners, mm-hmm. you know. That that's what we want. So it doesn't matter about the name. I mean, I do think Barry Larkin would be a good manager, and I've kind of you know pulled for him to the the to fire David Bell and, and try Larkin. But I mean, the other thing is Larkin. It's kind of like when everybody says we should get Willie Anderson as offensive line coach. I mean, Larkin has managed. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Larkin managed in the World uh, Baseball Classic a couple years ago, so he has managed. So and, I, and just I, I think he'd be a good manager, but it's not necessarily the name. And, and it's and D- David Belkin, I think it fix it. It's their philosophy on hitting, and you know it's not. You know, it's the whole metrics of baseball now. It's you know they they think you should either you strike out or you hit a home run, and. You to me, you got to do a little bit of both. They still have to have, you know, the old saying as George Graham would say, "Get them on, get them over, get them in." You still have to do that. That's basic baseball. You have to. And the Reds, when when they went on their hot streak at the end of the year last year, remember they won like the last six series. They were Mm -hmm. actually doing that along with the home runs, but they were getting people on base and they were getting them in. And that's the thing they have have to do consistently. And they couldn't do it consistently at all last year. Our pitching was great last year. And I still think our p- pitching is going to be really good this year, even without Trevor Bauer. Do we need to get the right coach? I mean, to, man, to, man, yeah, the right, yeah this, this the right coach to teach these people how to be professional ball players. I mean, they should already know how to come out of the well, minor league. It's not league. even being a professional ball player. It's just, it's, it's a mental approach to to the way they they take at bats, you know. Oh, okay. that, that's that's what I I mean. They're all professional ballplayers. They know how to be professionals. I'm I'm not I'm not worried about that. The, the biggest problem mm-hmm. is them trying to hit the ball and try. You know, one of the hardest. And I will say this to anybody: the hardest thing to do in sports is take a round bat and hit a round ball mm-hmm. and make it go straight. I mean, it is hard. But mm-hmm. and if you're trying to to instead of just make contact and hit it straight somewhere. You're trying to lift and separate is what they, you know, the big new key words are for mm. baseball. It doesn't always work, you know. The teams that win the World Series, they do that, but they also get on base and they get guys in. And you don't always need a home run to get guys in. What if they get a winning coach? Because winning is contagiously. If you know somebody who knows how to win, I mean, it's contagious. It breeds more life. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I like I said, I don't, I, I don't like David Bell as, as manager. I, yeah. I agree with you on that. I think they do need to get a new manager, and I, I do like Barry Larkin as the manager. But yeah. I mean, it is. It's kind of like where I'm at with Zach Taylor. I mean, it is what it is. He's the manager. That's yeah. the way we're, we're rolling into this yeah, year. I so, think, mm-hmm. I think Zach Taylor was a little bit too young. He, he didn't know uh, really all there is to know about because proof's in the pudding. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. <laughs> Yeah, I understand what you're saying. But, yeah. yeah. Now, that's all I had to say. You had a great show. <laughs> I love you. Thanks, brother. All right. Thanks, brother. Take it easy. Peace. I'm out of here. See ya. <laughs> All right. Uh, Beetle here. Let's get back to what he was saying. Uh, if they keep the team together and add a shortstop, which I believe they will, this team will win 90-plus games and the and will win the Central. The offense will be better than last year's i dude i hope so and and i know the short stuff that they've talked about is or we're not getting lindor lindor went to the to the mets is a dd gregorius and that would be fine to get him they need you know because i still like honestly i don't know how you guys feel or beetle if you're watching i i still like jose garcia i think he's a little young i think he needs some more seasoning but i think he still could be our shortstop of the future but right now we need a veteran guy and Honestly, if you get Gregorius, and to me, I don't think they're going to do a batting order like this, but if you have Shogo at the top and Gregorius hitting two, Suarez three, to me, th- those are your on-base guys. I know Suarez ain't fast, but he's a good contact on-base percentage guy. You get those two leading off and running around the bases, causing havoc like that's what leadoff hitters and number two guys are supposed to do. You know, I think it's going to be – a lot different if you can do that. And that's the thing. We were two station to station last year, you know, and I believe I, I agree with Beetle. I mean, if the team, they had a shortstop and pitching wise, we could find a fifth starter. I mean, you, you still got, um, um, hunt, um, Hunter green. Sorry. I, he's throwing. I don't know if he's gonna be ready this year or not, but he's getting closer. And there was a Twitter video of him throwing a fastball <laughs> and it was Lying, it was smoking through the air. So the Reds aren't re- aren't rebuilding this year. I mean, no, I mean, nobody. The, the problem is the only news we're getting is John Fay saying they're going to trade. They're looking to trade this guy. They're looking to trade that guy. That's the only news we're getting. That's why everything's well. We're we're rebuilding. No, not really. We've lost. We traded Iglesias. That's the only one we traded. Which like I said Iglesias. I'm not hurt by that. You know, I would have liked to have gotten somebody who could help the team this year from that. But we got guys who can close. Like, I think Crown said, yeah, you said that Lucas Sims could be a closer. Lucas Sims could be a closer. Michael Lorenzo could be the closer. You know, and honestly, what I think Bell wants to do, I don't think he's going to have a closer. I think he wants to mix and match and do all this stuff and show how smart he is in baseball, which, cool. I, I don't care, David Bell. Do it. I mean, I'm I'm tired of watching the Cubs win. I'm tired of the Brewers somehow always figuring out some way to grab a guy, a couple guys off the scrap heap and go to the playoffs the last couple of years. You know, I'm, I'm tired of this. I want the Reds to be in the playoffs. I want them to win the freaking World Series. I mean, we haven't won since 1990. We haven't won a playoff series since 1995. 1995. Some of you guys weren't even born then or watching me. I was 20 then. I'm, like I said, I'll be 46 in April. It's been a long freaking time since the Red Reds have won a playoff series. 
I mean, I've been there. I went to the, the to the 99 one-game playoff versus the Mets, and I love that 99 team. But it's the same thing. They had the division, and they go to Milwaukee and almost get swept, and they had to go to play a one-game playoff with the Mets and can't hit outlier to save their life. I so it's ah, it's always something. It's like we get right there, and we just can't get over the top. And this is where – um. I can't remember. Um, not Maurice. One of the Atlanta Atlanta bros who uh, called much. Josh. That was it. Josh says uh, Atlanta has it, it has one of the hardest. You know, it's tough fan base. It's tough being an Atlanta fan. And I agree with him to a certain extent. I mean, yes, I know you, you had the, the the Falcons go and blow twenty eight seventeen lead or whatever in the Super Bowl, and you got the Braves. Who have went to you know multiple multiple playoffs and they've only won one World Series. So I, I do agree with you that it is tough. And I'm not trying to say who's got the worst. You know, I mean, I, honestly, I don't want to have this debate. I want to say I want to be Boston for the last 20 years. You know, where they're winning six Super Bowls and they won an NBA championship and they won a Stanley Cup. What the two other ones? I mean, that's what I want. You know, but it is what it is. I'm tired of what's happening to Cincinnati sports. You know, we had we were all excited. For, like they had a five-year run with the Bengals, and in that time, we had three years of the Reds in the playoff, and it was so short. I mean, it was three years, and that was it, and it was done. And we haven't even got close since until last year. So we finally make the playoffs. You know, I think we got a really good team. I really do. I think we got a really good team. We had, I think, some of the best pitching staff that we've had since 1995. I mean, if you look at the 95 pitching staff, I mean, Pete Shirk was was almost won the Cy Young. And we, that was with Trevor Bauer, who finally did win the Cy Young. We had all this. And we go 22 innings, and we don't score a freaking run. It's just like – and then we do the dumb double steal. Which I'm like, what What are you doing? It's just – it's just frustrating, you know, as a Cincinnati fan. And then I got my Bearcats who can't get out of the – Second round. Now that they're not going to make the tournament this year. So. <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, let's see here. Crown. This city would go nuts if the Reds would win the World Series or the Bengals. Oh, well, yeah. The, now, I, I got a question for you guys. I, I know my answer, and I might put this up on the on the ice bar. That's that's kind of a good. If you guys had a choice, and I think most of us on here are Reds fans, and most of us are on here are Bengals fans. If you had a choice, would you rather? Cincinnati Reds win the World Series or the Bengals win the Super Bowl? I personally think, I think most people on here and most Cincinnati fans would take the Super Bowl because we've never won it, is what I think. But I'm, I might be something I put up on the ice bar for a poll question here, Chris. I never liked the Reds, but Sabo was cool. But with my 40-year-old birthday trip, April 2nd to 7th, April 4th, the Reds got a home game on my birthday. Maybe Charlie can join me. <laughs> we'll see, buddy. I don't know if they'll if they're gonna let any fans in the stands by then. We'll find out. Uh let's see here, Chris. You say uh <laughs> Bengals in the Super Bowl home party and naked like it's 1999. Now see, Chris, you're not a Reds fan, so I know you you you'd pick the Bengals winning the Super Bowl over over the Reds. And crown, you got the Bengals winning Super Bowl. That's, yeah, that's where I, I kind of think. And that's just because everybody loves Super Bowl. Anthony Long, yep, Super Bowl. So, well, I have a question for you. Would you take that or would you take uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes 
beating Alabama the other night as an Ohio State fan. I I wonder if Jeremy couldn't join me on the show today, but I'm going to have a question I ask him. Which one would he pick? Would he pick the Ohio State Buckeyes winning the national championship or uh, the Bengals winning the Super Bowl? I don't know. That'd be, that'd be interesting. But just get back to what Dennis said with the Reds. That I don't, that they're not, it's not a rebuilding year. I mean, it's not. They are, they're still a very good team. Like you said, you have only lost, well, you lost Cy Young award winner, who's, you know, was the best pitcher in the game last year. You lost him, so that's a big loss. But I mean, technically, you haven't lost him yet. He hadn't signed with anybody, but we're not signing him. And you lost your closer, who wasn't that good from, you know, I don't know what they I don't even remember how many games they won last year because they only played 60 games, but a playoff team last year. So we're not rebuilding. We're still in this. Um, like I said, they had a short – and the thing is they don't have to add – they have to add less than the Bengals do, you know. You get a shortstop, you pick up another starting pitcher, you know, we're pretty good. <laughs> you know, I'll I'll take that squad against anybody in the – in baseball, to be honest, even the Dodgers. I mean, Dodgers won the World Series – but, dude, I, and that what kills me. They always say, you know, pitching pitching wins. You know, football, they always say defense wins championships. And baseball, they always say pitching wins. Well, we finally had great superior pitching last year. We couldn't hit. <laughs> we ran up against Atlanta, who had just as good pitching. But we couldn't hit. We couldn't get on base. We couldn't score. And, and last year was such a just messed up year. And I'm so happy that they are going to start the baseball season on time. Just start it. Hopefully, eventually, we'll, they'll let fans in. Just go play the games, and let's try to get back to some normality. You know, and trust me, first time I can go to a game. Well, I take the back. I could have went to so a well, the Bearcat Championship game I wanted to go to, um, but I wasn't able to. I had other stuff going on. But first time I can go to a game, I cannot wait. I mean, it is literally. I see here. February next month, it'll have been a year since I've set foot in a stadium to watch any kind of game. <laughs> I mean, oh my goodness. Uh, let's see. My dad says the Reds win the World Series. Woohoo! Would be amazing. Yeah. And the thing is, honestly, the Reds have a better shot than the Bengals do right now. Uh, let's see here. Anthony, what do you got? Uh, hold on. Let's get back up to your top. Uh, here you go. I don't think we would beat Bama at full strength this year. I don't think so either, dude. I, and that's kind of what I was trying to tell Jeremy. I, he was upset with the way the scheme was and everything, and he's trying to blame the coaches. Ohio State didn't have a secondary to keep up with them. They they just didn't. I mean that they just didn't. Uh, let's see here. And you are. Excited for the Blue Jackets, yeah, me too. But did you did you hear that PLD wants to be traded? I mean, and I'd love love to know why. <laughs> like, we finally get a number one center, and now he wants to be traded. What is up with Blue Jacket players finally becoming you know good legitimate players? And they're like, ah, yeah, we want to get out of Columbus. Why? <laughs> I mean, they pack. That's not the Columbus. You get a winning team. They pack that place. I mean, it's and if you guys have ever, I don't know how many guys are hockey fans, but if you ever get been to a NWA, which is Nationwide Arena, it's a great place to watch a hockey game. It is awesome. If you sit up high, the stands kind of look over the ice. It's great. 
So, uh, let's see here. They are really close. I guess you're talking about between um, the two teams there. Really, you, can't, you can't make a choice, huh? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, all right. And one more if I and the bats never showed. Yeah, the bats, that's the biggest. The bats never showed up. They never really never showed up all year except for at the end of the year. The end of the year, we won the last six, I think it was six series in a row. Six out of seven, I think, something like that. That's the only time the offense clicked. I'm like, all right, all right, this is good. All right, finally, it started. This is the offense that I thought we were going to get. And the thing is, what I, I, I liked is they weren't just swinging for home runs. They were still hitting them, but they were moving guys over. They were getting them on, moving them over. And then all of a sudden, you go into playoffs. And like I said, it's like their nuts showed up. Like, oh, crap, we're in the playoffs. What do we do? I don't know. The same thing you did the last six series. <laughs> they couldn't. They couldn't do it. Ah, it was frustrating. Uh, let's see here. Anthony, what's up? Uh, Big Ten champs in 2019 for me. The last time I've been to a game. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I know. It's crazy to think that. It's, it's crazy to think. It's been almost a year since I've been to any game. It was the, the Bearcat basketball game. I went to, and I, I love, you know, I love going to sporting events. Amazing. Yeah. I'm sure it was an amazing atmosphere. I mean, and one thing that's interesting is uh, like the college, one of my favorite uh, time of year is the dance, the NCAA tournament. And I love going to those games. I love, I love sitting down here or going to a bar and watching them. It's so much fun. I take that week off. I sit down here. I watch every game. <laughs> it's so much fun. I hated it that I couldn't do any of it last year. But the interesting thing is I might be able to go to some of those games because, well, if they let fans in, we'll find out. But all of those games are going to be in Indiana, which is only an hour and a half, two hours away from here. So that would that'd be kind of cool uh, to try to get that now. Unfortunately, my Bearcats are not going to be um, – in the tournament, I don't think. There's no way. Uh, remember the Phillies series? It was brutal. Oh, you mean... <laughs> why did I bring up bad memories? <laughs> you talk about 2010 when uh, Doc Holliday threw a new hitter a new hitter against us? Yeah, that was... That's the thing that kills me. It's like the Reds make the playoffs, and then they get to the playoffs, and then <laughs> nothing. And, and, it does, and that's a completely different team than one they had there. But then the worst one is... 2012, we 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 were up three games to none. Three games to none. You got to win one more game. You move on, and they couldn't do it. That's just like, oh my god, that that's where I have a hard time saying Atlanta. They have a harder time than we do. Both the, both our fan bases have a hard time. I'm not even going to compare that. Ours is worse than theirs. You know, I need to go farther back than that. The 88 Super Bowl, 43 seconds away from it. That's that's how much time was left when John Taylor caught the touchdown. I was like, oh my, oh, <laughs> it's just uh, so many things, man. That you know, we've been so close and we've been in the games. We either we're so close to moving on and we can't finish the deal, or we're not even in them. <laughs> you know, it's not that we win them. <laughs> We're either not in it or it's close and we fail. <laughs> it's just, oh my God. It's it's so 
So frustrating sometimes. So very, very frustrating. Damn right. Atlanta is hard and I live here. <laughs> uh, let's see here, Anthony. What's up? Uh, da, da, da. We were winning the series and couldn't close it. Yeah, so you're talking about the Reds. Yeah. Yeah, 2012. We were winning the series and, and could not close it out. It's just, man, very, very disheartening, very frustrating. But I always try to look at the brighter, brighter side of things. And with the Bengals, like I said, if March 17th comes around, and I, I do think they'll have a, a plan. I mean, they had a plan last offseason. I didn't, I mean, they accomplished what they wanted to do. They missed the ball on the offensive line for some reason. Um, so hopefully that will be fixed this year. But if they get a plan like they did last year, and it's about the offensive line, we're going to be we're going to have a very good chance to have a playoff caliber team. Because look, I, everybody wants Chase Young. You want all the toys and everything. And I've said this before: if you fix the offensive and defensive line, you've got the biggest toy there is, and potentially the best quarterback. In our division, potentially. I mean, Baker's. I, I think I'll take Burrow over Baker. I'll take Burrow over Lamar Jackson too, because I don't think Lamar is career is going to last that long because he runs so much. Because as Chris Carter says, you see a lot of young running quarterbacks. You don't see a lot of old running quarterbacks. So unless Jamar can do what Steve Young did and become more of a pocket passer when he gets older, I think he's going to be more like. Um, Cam Newton and and Cam has never been a great accurate passer, so that's been and he can't run like he used to. So my point is that if the Bengals fix the offensive defense line, we can go on a, a another five year, six year, maybe longer playoff run. You know, we we have the chance to be like the Squealers were for the last ten years with uh, Worthersberger. You know, we got the quarterback. You got to keep them healthy. You got to keep them upright, and you got to keep the line. You do that. Sky's the limit, guys. I mean, I, sky is the limit. If you, you once you're a good team, you can beat anybody, you know. And it does not take that long to do it. It could happen in one year. Uh, let's see here, Anthony. What's up? You hear we might go after Tooney from the yeah. That's exactly that. Yes, Tooney. That's who I've been saying. I hope they go after him. The thing is, I'm not sure how many tackles, like good tackles, are out there. Um, yeah, then attack. Well, that's if you do if you do those two moves, because Sewell, I think, is a very good chance, or Sewell. I keep I think his name is Sewell. A very good chance he could be there. Like I said at the beginning of the show, that the Dolphins are not set on Tua. His teammates are not set on Tua. There's five quarterbacks who could go in the first round. There's four teams in front of us. All four of them could take a quarterback. You know, I still think the Jets could. I mean, I don't know if they will or not, but if they don't, they could take Sewell, and then you know, there goes that. But if they they could take one of the wide receivers because they need a wide receiver, they don't have one. <laughs> you know. And if you you could fix Sam Darnold with a wide receiver, I mean, I don't really think they're I don't know much about their offensive line. I don't know if it's as bad as the Bengals. Um, but I, but I know 
Sam Darrell had nobody to throw to. So there's a very good chance that if the Bengals sign Tooney and then they get Sewell, dude, if you just if you do those two things, the offense line's fixed. If you sign another tackle, offense line's fixed. Because the thing is, if you sign, you got to sign at least one starting offensive lineman in free agency. You sign that, you get Sewell, then second round, you can pick the best pass rusher, you know, in the second round, you know, so it, it, you do that and you, you add some people, you keep Willie J three, you add, add some more to, to, to the linebacking core, to the uh, defense line. It, it, it won't take much because you know, it, it's football. You got, like I said, you get the biggest key is the quarterback. Usually the teams that win, usually not always, usually the teams that win have the best quarterbacks. Uh, Dennis, let's see here. What's up? Uh, hey, Strawberry, do you think this Cincinnati Cyclones are going to win a trophy this year? No, I don't because they are not playing this year, unfortunately. Um, the ECHL is only – well, not even the ECHL. I think uh, Ohio is only letting so many people in the building. And the Cyclones rely on the tickets – to be sold to run their business. So the people, they count the vendors, they count both teams, they count the refs, they can, all that counts toward the amount of people they can let in the building. And there is not enough to actually make it worth the Cyclones while to have a season. So no, I don't think they'll win this year because they're not playing. I wish they were playing because I love the Cyclones. All right, Chris, let's see here. Justin Fields on 92 months. 92.9, the game in Atlanta, Sports Radio, wants Justin to become a field or become a Falcon. Um, So I guess that's a guy on the radio down there. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's going get to get there. I think there's other teams that will grab him before. But you never know. I could be wrong. We'll, we'll see what happens. Let's see here. Anthony Brown from Alabama has played 895. Snaps and hasn't given up a sack his whole career, and he's a tackle. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing. There's other tackles that we could get in the draft that'll be just fine. So Sewell isn't the beat all end all. Now, are these other guys worth the fifth pick? I don't know. I, I really don't. I would like to see some draft experts because I'm not a draft expert. You know on ranking these guys. I just don't want to reach and get stuck with another Billy Price or Obwehi or, you know, these other guys, you know, that we've gotten stuck with. Uh, let's see here, Chris. Bengals need to get rid of Bobby Hart, Bobby Obengate Hart. Yeah, well, I don't think you necessarily need to get rid of him. I don't think he needs to start, and I think he'd be a very good backup because you need backups. I mean, Oh, well, thank you. I get the Bobby Hart. Once he had a good guard next to him, he played better. Didn't play great. I like to replace him, but he played better. So, but I, I wouldn't get rid of him. I would keep him for a backup. Uh, Dennis, hey, Strawberry Ice, just wondering, sure, the Bengals will draft, go for the best offensive line to protect Joe Burrow, or maybe – Second best player, maybe might get him hurt. Um, there are lots of good offense linemen in there. Best, second best. What I mean, 
just because you don't get – I'm not completely sold on Sewell. I mean, I, if he's there, I think they should get him. I've never – like I said, I haven't put my eyes on Sewell. I don't know. I've never seen him play live. <laughs> I saw Brown. I saw Leatherwood. Both of them look pretty daggone good in the uh, championship game. Um, Sewell, I've seen videos of him, and they all say he's the best. But that, you know, doesn't always necessarily – that's not always necessarily true. So if they don't get him, they, you know, if he's not there, he's not there. There's nothing they can do about it. They, they got to draft the next best offensive lineman. And if they think they can get that guy lower in the draft, I see you do it because one, you don't have to pay him as much Two, you can get more draft picks. And that's what the, uh, that's the Bengals. Bengals need to do. Uh, if we get Brown, from Alabama, oh, we'd have a better, better Brown in Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, we'd have a better Brown in Cincinnati. Yeah, Anthony, and I, I agree. I, I mean, Hart has improved. I don't think he's improved enough to save his job, you know, but I don't – I would like to keep him, you know, as a backup. Crown, how many people have seen Sewell play? That, yeah, that's the thing. I've never seen him play. i never heard of him. Until one of you guys here on the show mentioned him, <laughs> you know, I didn't even know who he was. I don't watch the Pac-12 very much. I mean, I watch a lot of football. I, I do watch the Pac-12, but not very much. And I, I didn't know who he was. I mean, I've seen, like I said, the videos I've seen of him. He looks awesome. But you know, their videos—they're supposed to make him look good. Uh, yeah, never heard of Suell until now, and he sat out this year. Yeah, exactly. So. Carl five times. You, well, you see him. You've seen Swell five times. Chris, you two times. You guys, I guess you mean you guys have seen him play. Is that what you mean? Uh, let's see here, Chris. I've got three TVs in my apartment. Thank you, Goodwill, and you and YouTube. The NCAA streaming live on my phone. Okay, there you go. You got lots of ways to watch the tournament. I guess. <laughs> So anyway, lots of stuff going on nationally. I like I said, I still can't believe that the Brooklyn Nets. That still trips me out that they actually traded for James Harden, especially when they already had the head case in Kyrie Irving, who they don't even know where he is. The man's getting paid thirty million dollars a year, and this is what. I, I used to, like I said, I used to love the NBA when in the 80s and 90s. I used to love the NBA when you have Jordan, Burden, Ewing, and Isaiah Thomas, and Barkley, and Pippen, and all these guys. It was so much fun to watch. And now you got guys like Kyrie who says the earth is flat. And we thought he was kidding at first. No, he's not serious. And he's upset with what's going on in the world. With Lots of people are upset with what's going on in the world, but you got to show up to work. And most of us don't make as much money as you do, you know, but you just get to leave and they don't know where he is. And this is one of the, I, I have a hard time watching the NBA. Now you get James Harden, who's on the same team with Kyrie. If Kyrie decides to play, you know, and you got KD who left Golden State. He, he left Steph Curry. Who's one of the, the best players to play with. I mean, one thing, what LeBron James does when he goes to different teams, what he does is he plays as a team with them. He shares the ball. He makes them better. And that's what Kyrie and James Harden and these guys don't do. You know, 
So now you got – Kevin Durant doesn't even really do it. You know, they all just take the ball and shoot. And the only reason to work with Kevin Durant is because Golden State already did that before he got there. But most of the time he got the ball, the ball stopped with him. And now you have three guys on one team, and there's not enough basketballs to go around. So I – anyway, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how this works out. And like I said, the Cavs – I don't even know why they're involved in the trade. It, it, it's I, I don't even know who they got. I've never heard of the guys they got. And it sounds like if I'm reading it right, it's not like they lost a lost a number one pick. So I don't know. Uh what is that? What is that? What do you got here, Graham? Uh can you show a video of the Bengals line being good? Can I? I'm kind of afraid to show videos on here anymore. They keep flagging me, but um, yeah, go to 1988, go to 2005. Yeah, that's when Carson got hurt, but still a good offensive line. Go to any of the years that Andy Dalton was the quarterback, you know, the five-year playoff run, the offensive line were good. So yes, there's been multiple times that the Bengals have had good offensive lines. Uh, let's see here. Anthony. Can't watch the NBA. They're all a bunch of crap. Yeah, that's yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm like, because the thing is, like, well, Kyrie just decides to leave. Uh, you don't see any other professional athlete doing that in any other sport. NHL doesn't do it. NFL doesn't do it. Major League Baseball doesn't do it. The NBA. I mean, since David Stern hit, stepped down, it's just. And I'm not even talking about all the political stuff. I'm not even get into that. I'm just these guys think they can just do whatever they want, which, I mean, they can. The teams let them, and I, it's just not fun to watch at all. I love college basketball. College basketball is fun. I love watching it, and I, I wish the NBA would get back to to, to that, but they just uh, they've just let these guys get away with too much stuff. And, and like I said, LeBron started it, you know, with moving teams, but when LeBron moves teams – he knows how to play as a team, you know? And these guys, to me, think that, you know, I'm so good, I need these guys to be on my team, but I don't know how to play with them, <laughs> you know, which is weird. I'm like, I play basketball. I play lots of team sports. You win as a team, you lose as a team. And, you know, I don't know. Whatever. We'll see what's going on. Let's see, Chris. What's up? Uh, love you, Ice, and everyone here. Stay healthy or stay safe. Got to go cook dinner for 9 a.m. All right. See you, Chris. Take it easy, brother. Um. Anyway, it's uh 6.30, so I think I'm probably going to roll on out of here. But like I said, I appreciate all you guys that watch the show. Um, It's a Wednesday. There's not a, not a whole lot going on. Like I said, NHL starting. I'm going to go watch that. Um, but these are all things that we can discuss on Facebook groups that I help run. They are Bengals Nation, Bearcats Country, Reds Country, and Cyclones Country. And the other one that I live stream on, uh, but I don't run, is Ohio State Bucknuts. Um, after this, I will be putting the show on the podcast, even with my microphone <laughs> falling out for the first, you know, Two seconds of the show or whatever. Uh, give me a five-star review. I'm on Beanpod, Spotify, Anchor, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Five-star review 
rate, like, review. Follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. YouTubers, like I said, we're on a roll. We're at 803. I am so close to 1,000. I am less than 200 away from 1,000. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys watching on Bengals Nation, Bearcats Country, or Ohio State Buck Nuts. Do me a favor. Go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice, and subscribe. I would greatly appreciate that. And let's see here. On uh, the best air. Oh, Anthony. Best air of the NBA was the 90s. Yeah. No, for me it was because, well, I was a Jordan fan. So, yeah. Ah, I love the 90s. He had six titles. Um, why are the Reds trying to trade people? See, that, Carl, that's, I don't actually think they are. <laughs> I mean, we got one guy that keeps reporting, John Heyman. He keeps reporting that. I don't actually think they're trying to trade him. I think they're listening. I mean, if somebody blows their socks off, I think they might trade some guys. But I don't actually think they're trying to trade anybody. I don't think they're act actually actively doing it. But that's just my opinion. So we'll see. And one more, and I'll get out, out of here. Anthony, yep. Yeah, uh, they were tough as nails and didn't cry about fouls or flops. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, if you're, you guys... You guys should watch some 80s, 80s uh, NBA. Dude, the stuff they would do. I mean, Kevin McHale closed line Kirk Rambis in the NBA Finals. It was a foul. Nobody got thrown out. Nobody got to fight. Nobody did nothing. It was a foul. Dude, they do that now. These guys would want, want them arrested. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. That's why I just I just have a hard time watching the NBA. I wish, I wish it was more entertaining. But it's not. it used to be the NBA is fantastic. Used to be right now, NBA is really boring. But other than that, you guys have a great day. Happy hump day. And that's just sports, baby. See ya.